As we engage in dialogue, in the spirit of peace and healing, we pay respects to the owners of the land that Saskatoon stands on. With gratitude, we recognize the Cree, Dakota, Nakota, Salto, and Métis peoples of Treaty 6 territory and reaffirm our relationship to one another. Welcome to Not Your Parents 40 Year Olds podcast. I'm your host Angie and alongside me is Esther. Let's get into it. Welcome everyone. We are back with our second episode. We're very happy to get the feedback from the first, but hold up. Wait Wait a a minute. minute. We forgot to tell you a little bit about ourselves. So we figured we'd get into that a little bit today. Esther and I are here. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for listening. So we just wanted to give a quick blurb about each of us. For myself, my name is Angie or Angeline. Um, I have a Ukrainian background. I'm like fourth fourth or fifth generation Canadian. I'd have to... (laughs) So I'm definitely just Canadian. Yeah. Um, But I do have Ukrainian and German background. Come from a large family. Three younger sisters. uh, And my parents are still together. Imagine that. Yeah, that's uh, an oddity nowadays. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. They've been together for 42 years. It'll be this August. Wow. I was at the wedding. <laughs> oh! In the womb. In it the was womb. one of those. It was one of those. I bug my mom all the time about how it was one of those weddings. She's yeah. like, no, no, we got engaged. And then I found out I was uh, sure. Uh-huh. Was there a shotgun present? <laughs> <laughs> I have mostly a background in sales. But I I have taken care of senior citizens, I've done administrative work, I've worked in the medical field, um, and I do a little bit of stand-up comedy for the last almost 10 years now. So cool. Yeah, it's fun, it's fun. I mean, without the pandemic, right? For three years, nobody could do really anything. I mean, there was Zoom comedy shows, but I don't know if anybody's ever attended one of those. Those are painful. I don't think I ever would, to be truthfully honest. It's painful. Well, a Zoom comedy show. I mean, it says it right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't didn't partake in those. I I watched one once and I was like, there's no way. No, there's no way. (laughs) There's no way I'm doing this. I mean, we appreciate you guys trying. I mean, that was awesome. Oh, I I mean, and it kept people's careers going, right? For sure. I didn't get serve out of it or anything. I still had to work at a retail store that was considered essential services, so. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) Is that essential, eh? Well, I worked at a furniture store that did lift chairs so lift chairs for seniors were considered essential yeah other than that um i've had a lot of crazy shit happen in my life definitely done a lot of traveling yeah uh been to europe costa rica been to like iceland paris england wow went to la went to florida yeah one of the things that i did was i went out to florida for a uh animal planet episode called wild obsession and i was matched with an expert they were looking for a token chicken shit basically mm-hmm. who wanted to overcome their fears so i went hunting with an expert for burmese pythons in the florida everglades yeah no fuck that. <laughs> and actually held a snake yeah. around my neck mm-hmm. at the end of it i would not do it again first of all i didn't get paid enough it was reality tv and i got paid absolutely 
like nothing to do it. Did it they was, fly you out there? They flew me out there and paid for my food and everything like that. But I was like three days into that experience when I was like, <laughs> like I was ready to cry. I was like, what oh, that's I- when you were ready to cry. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? It was super early days and super late nights because the best time to find a python was like it dusk or dawn kind of thing right so I had I'd have like a little break in the middle of the day well I don't I don't nap well Mm -hmm. so um it was quite a traumatic experience it was empowering like if you watch the episode it's like oh she's overcome her fears I'd never do it again there's no way I just want you to go back to the sentence where the best time to hunt a python (laughs) I mean, is that real life? Like, holy <laughs> hell. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. No, no, I'm still definitely scared of snakes. Wouldn't do it again. Wow. No, absolutely. But, I mean, it was a it was a good experience. I'm glad I did it. Just would never do it again. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, other than that, I've had a little bit of background acting experience. I was on The Good Doctor once. Oh. <gasps> and they showed me on the... Yeah. What? We're good doctor. Like, good doctor. Yeah. Wow. I was the lab tech. Ooh. That you could see in the background kind of thing. Like, you, it wasn't very clear or anything like I that. I love but, that show. Yeah, I love that show, too. I and love you know that what? show a lot. Um, who is it? Who is it that plays um, the the autistic doctor? Yeah, he's the kid from August Rush, and that is one of my favorite movies that had Robin Williams in it. And he was this boy who was put up for adoption, and he knew that his parents were out there. And Carrie Russell was his mom, and this really hot like British actor was his dad. <laughs> oh. I can't believe that you were... In... And he was so nice on set. Like, oh, my gosh. I just remember, like, I didn't... You don't talk to the actors. Of course you don't. As a, as a background actor, it's like it's like your children from back in the day. You yeah, were yeah, meant yeah. to be seen, not heard right. kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was very kind. I could just tell, like, his demeanor was very kind. And I was like, oh, like, it just it just made my day to be on that show. And then That's it was awesome. even better that I actually got on the episode. And everything. That's really so. awesome. I love that for you. Yeah, it was fun. I should, well, I'd have to go back to Vancouver. But, you know, background acting was actually pretty fun. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, Esther, what about you? As Angie said, my name's Esther. I am 43 years old. I'm a mom. I have a son who's nine years old. I'm married to, honestly, my best friend. If you could marry anybody, marry your best friend. Totally. It just makes for everything. They know... They know when you're upset and how to make you feel better. They know how to make you upset. My background is Eritrean Canadian. My parents immigrated here when I was just one. Um, I don't even, I was maybe a little over one. And I have two older brothers. Uh, My oldest brother was born in Eritrea. My middle brother and I were born in Libya. Um, There was war at the time, conflict from where we were from, and we moved to Canada after a little stint in Italy where I got baptized at the Vatican. I'll tell you about that someday. I did not know that. I know. It's pretty dope. My mom was dope. Yeah. They were dope. It was like the early 80s, 70s. You should have seen them rocking their afros and a tweed skirt with these leather boots. Oh, my mom was such a fashionista. Um, We moved to Canada Lived in Moose Jaw for a hot minute, from Italy to Moose Jaw. I still don't know how that happened. 
And uh, then we moved to Saskatoon where there was a really small um, community of Eritreans here. And so we moved here and we just started to build a life. My dad was hard working, like he worked two jobs for so many years, like he would go and clean at a church um, with his cleaning company in the morning. Yeah. He'd come sleep for like an hour on the couch and then get up and work 3 to 11 at night wow. uh, at the university. And my mom worked housekeeping at the university for like ever, 25 plus years. Mm -hmm. um, and that was our life. Like that was what our parents did for us while we, you know, were going to school and they were trying to take care of us and you know show us yeah you know how to adult yeah in like a whole new country and provide for us and they were really hard working and they were awesome um my mom always cooked meals for us before she left you know my brothers and I took every opportunity to like be hoodlums I love that I never told my mom obviously why would I I was having fun <laughs> are uh, your parents chill no, not no. at all. What? You're African. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so cool. I heard a comedian say once, um, I don't want a chill man because chill don't pay the bills. Exactly. And, and it sounds like your parents were the opposite of that, whereas like they were just going to take chill. care. You chill. Yeah, yes. no, there was no chill. Chill is not a thing. <laughs> chill was not a thing yeah. in our household, but that's just the way we were. Like we even like... You know, I have to appreciate that now. I All I could say is, you know, parents, they did the best that they could. I know that now, being a parent. You do the best that you can with what you're given. And yeah. man, did they do amazingly for what was thrown at them. You're in a new country. You don't know the language. Totally. You know, you start a cleaning business. You get jobs at the university. And these were pretty decent paying jobs with yeah. like union and everything that they had they hustled their asses off so I appreciate all that work you know it of may course. have left us with a little time to you know be idiots and I kind of love that too <laughs> you know I just have to give it up to my parents for working as hard as they did coming to a new yeah. country I was a sick kid though I had cancer when I was younger I had uh, leukemia so that That's was just something unbelievable. I yeah. can't even imagine going through that. It was not fun. No kidding. It is really, really. I have a lot of trauma around that too. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure as my parents and brothers do, but it was terrible. And I mean, there isn't really much I can highlight on that. A yeah. lot of the things haven't changed. You know, medicines are still the same. That's we got like through a core that area, like mm -hmm. a core age, mm -hmm. to really like imprint on you. Mm -hmm. You know, they say a lot of your memories and a lot of personality is formed by the time you're five, and you had already experienced such trauma. Like, yeah, you know, and my parents did really good to try to be there for me during that time, but it's so hard because they still had to work. They had two other kids at home that they had to provide for. Yeah. You know, I'll never understand how they were able to do it. You yeah. know, I remember my dad would be coming after work, after 11, to come visit me in the hospital, and I'd wake up and he'd be at the foot of my bed saying hi, Aww. And but I'd be in the middle of a fever tremor, you know, like, just hurting oh. and he'd be massaging my legs and he'd be massaging my arms and he'd tell me he'd love me and then he would have to go unfortunately because he had to sleep because he had to work in the morning and I'd be like thanks you know like thanks dad yeah so shout out to my mom and dad 
You guys are awesome. I've lived in Saskatoon all my life. I have traveled as well. I've gone to Europe. Um, I've been to Mexico. I haven't been to as many places as you have. A lot in the States. I'd like to do a little more traveling. I think traveling is like right up there. If you can travel, it just, you learn so much as a human being and you learn a lot of tolerance and a lot of um, just compassion for different cultures. For sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, it's totally true. I'd like to travel more with my son and husband just to have my son exposed to all of that and allow him to see that life is beyond his little bubble. Yeah. Uh, that is something I want to expose him to. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Mm -hmm. The reasons why we decided we wanted to do this podcast. First, I'll set it up where Angie and I met. We were telemarketers. That's right, folks. <laughs> Your favorite people. We were telemarketers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we were really good at it. We were really good. Absolutely. So much so that Angie was management, and then she saw something in me after realizing I was awesome <laughs> and decided that I am going to coach her, and she's going to come in on her own time, and she's going to learn the ways of the Anginess, which I did, and then I got the job. So then we were managers together. You're so modest because you are awesome. Oh, and you always stop. were awesome. And I saw that in you from the beginning, just like, you know, one of my managers saw in me and was like, we got to get you into like coaching and managing these people because you're good at it, right? You're too cute. You, no, but for real, you always underestimate the talent that you have. Well, and you're always pumping my tires. So <laughs> I think this is why we work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you pump my tires too. So it's, it's all true. Good. You're it's awesome. All like We're there for each other. You're younger than me. And like I said, in your kitchen, I look up to you. That's the funnier part. You're younger than me. And I'm always looking up to you. When I grow up, I'm going to be like Angie. <laughs> That's how I say Like, honestly, I wouldn't have never gotten into management if it wasn't for you. Because like you said, I don't necessarily think the same as me as others do you're your own worst enemy i'm 100%. my own worst enemy too but yeah as you'll learn about me and i'm sure you'll learn, <laughs> yeah. you know there's a lot of things that i can tell you that'll make you feel a lot better about yourself <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna feel like a winner once you've gotten through these podcasts we met we were in telemarketing and we just clicked it was very easy to be friends with Angie. We would have so much fun. I was a raver growing up in the 90s and when I met Angie, she was punk rock. Friendship was really easy to have with Angie, but with that too, we like have gone through a lot of things together yeah. and have helped each other out through that. I think that's just why we clicked and one night after a comedy show, mm -hmm. Angie took me to one of her friend's comedy shows and we were just sitting in the car and talking about like, you know, we feel so creatively stifled Yeah, we wanted to do something, but we didn't know what. And then Angie had this like epiphany podcast. I was like, yeah, why don't we do a podcast? Why don't we? We were just so passionate about the same things. There's so much trauma in the world. And we were thinking about this in the car, in the podcast. And we thought, like, why don't we just talk about our experiences of two different women from different backgrounds growing up in Saskatchewan mm -hmm. and how we could talk about all that. Because yeah. I know if I'm going through this as an adult woman who's just recently been diagnosed yeah. with ADHD and 
depression and all this other icks that I've got going on. It doesn't define me, but it also helps me understand that all this stuff that I've been thinking about is not just me. Like, you know, it's Angie, I'm sure you could talk to this too. Like, oh yeah, we're finding out all these things about ourselves that are becoming so prevalent. Yeah. I feel like I get a new diagnosis every like two weeks. Right. (laughs) But then you realize that, well, if you feel like that, and I feel like that, and the three other, four other people I've talked to feel like that, that this is probably a more uh, predominant thing that we're able to understand and maybe we just need to talk about it so that yep. other people can feel, oh man, I'm not alone. Yeah. It's not just me. Exactly. And exactly. that might just help bring joy to someone yeah. in their lives. And that's what we want to do. Absolutely. If we can make people feel better, feel good things, go out in our community and do some good stuff with this. Like I envision and we envision so much for this podcast. We're, we're starting small. Yeah. You know, you know baby steps and totally. everything. But... We definitely have a vision for this podcast, and we we want people to contribute. We want to Absolutely. hear people's feedback, good or bad, you know? Yeah. I mean, whatever. We're prepared for the trolls on TikTok. We know? are. We are prepared <laughs> for the trolls. But if, in the same sense, if you don't have anything nice to say or even constructive, just don't say anything yeah, at just all. Keep just keep scrolling. Just skip. Just scroll on. You don't have to be here. Yeah. We just want to talk to the people who want to share some of their wisdom with us. Something that they have done in life that has, like, spread some light for them. Like, joy. Like, this is what we want for anybody who listens to this podcast. You want to hear a topic uh, or what our take is on something, let us know. Yeah. Absolutely. And we don't want to limit the community to Saskatoon. That's why we're doing a podcast, right? Totally. So it can it can reach whomever. So if you're out in... Uh, Timbuktu! Timbuktu! Lake Titicaca, if you hear us, reach out! <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's lifeoutloud80 at gmail.com. You can send 100%. us the longest email you want. We'll read it. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We want you to know that... In life, there's things that's going to happen and you're going to have experiences and there's going to be trauma, but there's also going to be joy and it's okay to talk about both. You know, just as I'm talking freely about my ADHD, I want any other women that are realizing that they have this too and, you know, realizing it in your 40s because that's when it becomes quite prevalent in women. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk about it, reach out. If you're a man and are realizing that maybe you're experiencing some mental health, not crises, but... Yeah, we're not here for a crisis situation, that's for sure. We are not doctors. We're... We are not physicians. We do not <laughs> pretend to be. <Yeah. laughs> we really are focusing on just sharing stories, experiences, what your takeaways are, and what we can do as a community to lift each other up. And we're not just talking Saskatchewan in general, we're talking globally. What can we do to raise the vibration? And hopefully starting as small with this podcast is what may start the chain reaction. And we want you to be a part of it. Uh, With that being said, 
I want to thank you for listening. I want to tell you that giving us this opportunity to have a platform and being able to share a little bit about ourselves is a really big passion project for us. Totally. And we're so happy that there's people on the other side that really listen and do interact with us. We hope that you continue to listen. You're going to have a lot of funny moments with us. We're here for everyone. Reach out. We're at NYP40podcast on TikTok. We've also got our email, uh, lifeoutloud80 at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up. Uh, We'd be happy to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next time for a new episode of Not Your Parents 40-Year-Olds, hashtag NYP40. Please like, share, and do all the things to share our podcast. Till next time, try to make someone smile.